Welcome back to Golf DMV, brought to you in part by Cache Spine Sports. You can go to golfdmvpodcast.com uh, and you can find out more information on Dr. Smith. Ladies and gentlemen, she'll get your back right if something's uh, going uh, wrong in that area, or your neck or anything like that, for your golf and hiking and just overall quality of life. So again, golfdmvpodcast.com. Uh, scroll down to friends and sponsors of the show and you can find out more about Dr. Smith. Uh, of course, Vern's uh, on the show. Vern, what's up? Hey, what's happening? And we've got LB. LB, what's going on? Good evening, afternoon, people. We have so much to talk about. I mean, we've got rounds at Rattlewood, uh, at Needwood, at PB Dye. We've got, and Aaron is human uh, when it comes to playing golf update. We also have a weed update, which is interesting, but we'll, we'll have a little bit more <laughs> weed in Mo, in Mo County. We'll have an update about that coming up soon from um, our Mo County weed correspondent, Vernon Brown. And then we, <laughs> we've got all kinds of things to talk about. Um, uh, LB, but you've got a special shout out we want to do uh, before we get started with everything. Yes, um, and I apologize. I'm ap- apologize to you ahead of time because I don't know your name. Well, it's not your but, fault. It's someone else's fault. But we won't right, throw him right. under the bus anyway. Go ahead. Well, no, I will. I, I, you won't <laughs> throw him under the bus, but I will. So I was taking my lesson with Brendan Horton. I guess it's been two weeks ago now, and he had told me earlier that day he had he was over at Sligo uh, Golf Course, and he met. And I'm not sure if she works there or not, but he, he mentioned that he had talked to a, a lady there at Sligo who was a big fan of our show. All right. And so I was, and I didn't, I asked him, you know, well, what's her name? He's like, uh, I don't know. I have to look it up. And of course he, he never looked it up and he never emailed it to me. Um, so if you're listening and you are the, the lady in, that I'm referring to. And you spoke to Brendan Horton over the weekend. And you, right. And you yeah. know, Brendan, and you mentioned that you're a fan of golf DMV, please, um, Emails or text us or however you uh, instant was that DM DM us on Instagram. Is mm-hmm. that how that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just reach out to us so we'll know who you are and we'll, and we'll give you a proper shout out next time. Golf DMV Podcast at Gmail dot com. Um, yep. You know, so we've got our whole Father's Day thing happening. I think it's been what the last two years, maybe the last three years. We play Father's Day weekend, Saturday and Sunday for the most part. Um, we play both days. Um, not everybody in the group play both days, but for the most part, we, we get tea times on both days. We're playing where this upcoming weekend? Uh, we're playing Pendleton Saturday. Mm-hmm. and That's a shout-out to our Virginia contingency. That's right. Our Virginia contingency can get out. Uh, Aaron, Charles, and Coach and the guys. And then Sunday, we're playing Waverly Woods, Joe Hill's other course, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Owned yes. by Joe Hill's. Uh, is that Baltimore County? Uh, it's close to. Yeah, I think so. Mary- Marriottsville. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be Howard, I think. Oh, Howard. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's probably Howard County. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, uh, Waverly Woods, where there's not one fairway that does not slope. So we'll, exactly. Right, <laughs> we'll get right. out there. And I've told Joe Hill's about this course before. <laughs> so, you know, when we were looking at courses, I mentioned it, and then after I. After I put in the text, met in the text, I was like, I don't like that course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You regret it. It's the only place we can get tea right? times too, and now we're there. Exactly. So. It is. A, you it, know, you know, we know why we got tea times because nobody else wanted to play it either because of all them slanted <laughs> fairways. It, listen, it's a course where you gotta, you know, you gotta make your shots, and I mean, I'm I'm looking forward. It's a challenge, I think. Uh, but I'm looking oh, forward to it. it. Is a challenge. But we ended up, um, you, you know, going with Waverly because a lot of the other courses in the DMV are booked solid for Father's mm-hmm. Day weekend. And it's an interesting situation because, you know, you just think about Father's Day and I contrast it with Mother's Day. I mean, Mother's Day, usually like the brunch spots are packed. 
churches are packed and things like that. Because <laughs> mom wants people with her, and mom likes to go to church. Mom likes to go to brunch. Father's Day, dad's like, I'm playing golf. <laughs> I'll see y'all when I get back. By yep. principle, dad just doesn't want to do much with the family on Father's Day. Dad wants to hang out with his guys and go play golf without any guilt or any or, or anything else. Yeah. Uh, like having to, you know, cut the grass first and make sure the house is good and anything like that. He wants to get away from the kids and the family and, and enjoy Father's Day where mom wants everybody to come around. Do you guys like experience that at all? Like, is that, am I right on this? Yeah, absolutely. I told my wife the other day when she was asking me, she said, well, what are you doing? You know, what do you want to do for Father's Day? I said, well, in the morning, I'm playing golf. <laughs> after, after that, I don't care what happens. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? right, right. That's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, I want, I want eight hours unabated away from the family, which is how you show, which is how I show you, and you show me that we love each other. Right, and by the way, right. as good dads, I think we should get that. You know what I mean? Like oh, you got all these useless fathers who never see their kids. You know what I mean? And, and, and don't work, and don't give, and don't pay any bills or tuition or or diapers and stuff like that and it's like so for those of us who are there we appreciate the break you know what I mean and so allow Mm -hmm. us to step away for four hours five hours play some golf and then come back and then I mean I said the same thing to my wife my wife and my mother-in-law and my mom and everybody what do you want to do for Father's Day what are we doing for Father's Day I was like listen I'm going to play golf and then after golf we can, I will do whatever you want me to do because right. honestly what I want to do for Father's Day go play golf come back home and watch golf on television and eat yes. and, and that's it I don't want to do all that, this stuff taking that for me that for me this like I've never had a problem playing golf Father's Day but like it's the bonus you get is hey you get to play golf and when you come home you don't have to do anything right. you're yes. done you can mm-hmm. take a shower yep. and you can just yep. like lay down yep. right. I don't have to grill or nothing the food will already be prepared I can just put my feet up and and start throwing back the drinks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, man, what's your Father's Day plans? You can email us, uh, golfdvpodcast at gmail.com. Let's get into some stuff. Um, so we got a, um, a message from our buddy uh, Ryan Chaney, an instructor. And what we're trying to do is put together um, – Vern may have an update on this. He may not. We, we're trying to put together a series of events where we bring – Golf instructors, uh, some golf courses, uh, uh, you know, the, the whole community, you know, for the, but specifically African-Americans. But if you're not black, you can still come. Uh, it's not like the Joe Biden thing. You know, if, if you don't know who to vote for, you ain't black. You know, If you don't listen to Golf DMV, you ain't black. Or you ain't white or Latino, whoever listens to the show. But anyway, um, where we bring the people, the community together, but also police officers and do like kind of a joint thing um, and a series of events uh, all across the DMV to, to, to you know, just promote uh, togetherness peace unity uh uh and um and and love and break down some of these barriers between the police right. and and the black community and things like that so to be it's going to be a several great events uh we're still trying to put them together so keep listening to the podcast and and short when we do it Vern, you got any, any kind of updates anything? am i voicing it the right way the, the way we're uh, to do this no thing? you are you absolutely What's are that? um just give me a second. I'm gonna log in here and check my messages but mm-hmm. yeah basically he updated me the other day and i gotta uh i've gotta hit him back um he reached out. Ryan actually pitched the idea to me. We were like damning about. Uh, I I actually reached out to thank him. So mm-hmm. real quick, let me actually let me backtrack because I, I do want to mention that we haven't mentioned this. So with all the unrest and everything going on with the Black Lives Matter movement, with George Floyd's death, uh, Breonna Taylor, the Blackout Tuesday that happened. I don't know if people were paying attention, but a lot of I follow a lot of um, different golf Instagram handles, mm-hmm. and a lot of them, you know, put. You know, you can debate the efficacy of whether or not the, the blackout was, you know, effective. But the point is, a lot of people who had no vested interest in doing so, mm-hmm. um, po- you know, posted the black square, did the whole blackout Tuesday thing. Um, 
maybe sometimes with knowing or maybe without knowing okay. that they were going to get a ton of blowback in the golf community. They did. Go ahead. Yeah, go, go, I got a little community. bit on that. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It's just, you know, because it's largely conservative, you know, everything else. So, uh, Ryan was, Ryan was one of these, uh, he, he also posted like some, uh, some very thoughtful and objective messages. So I was reaching out to all these different golf personalities and thanking them for even having a little bit of empathy, doing anything when, mm-hmm. you, when really it costs you nothing to take no in golf. Like like the NASCAR with the flag costs you nothing to take no risk. Your customer base isn't going to punish you for not saying anything. Mm-hmm. So if if anything, it's going to be the opposite. So um, when I reached out to him, we spoke a little bit, and he did. He came up with the idea to basically. I think he knows some guys in, in Rockville PD and Rockville Police Department. He said we should do a. I can get some instructors. We'll do a clinic. You guys, you come and do a podcast. You bring some some golfers from the black community, and we have sort of a, a joint event. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we're working on. He did update me recently. Uh, he said, I've been in contact with an old student who's on Rockville PD. He loves the idea. He's pitching it to his peers, um, and he's sharing his contact. He's going to get back to me. Uh, and then we just talk about a little bit like, uh, you know, where to do it or whatever, like Blue Mash or, or whatever. But, um, yeah, I thought this was a great idea. I pitched it to, to Claude and, and LP, and they were they were both down. But, yeah, um, of course. Absolutely. I mean, we're down. And his was, you know, and, and, and thinking about it, I mean, we could do a whole golf DMV like tour with this. I mean, because right near where Woodmore or Lake Presidential is, you know, you've got a police precinct uh, right there off uh, 301, I think, trade zone. And so yes. we can we can do these where there's a golf course and a police precinct near and just kind of do what we can do with golf. You know, and, and Vern, you're 100% right. What, what was really interesting was because I work in several different um, areas when it comes to, 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 to media, whether it's sports, politics, uh, uh, all kinds of stuff. And right. the only community for the most part that seemed to, to, to speak out in a negative way or in the opposite way of where most of mainstream is going. And by most of mainstream, I mean, we don't like racist. And, and so like, in <laughs> the, was like the golf community. I was shocked on Twitter when I saw like Brooks Kepka say things and Ricky Fowler right. say stuff, how people were coming back at them. Like, you shouldn't be saying anything. We don't want to listen to you say stuff about this. And, and well, what about all lives matter? And what about, you know, and I'm just like, Guys, are we going to stay in the sixties and seventies or what? Like, I'm, I was so, I was, I was, I was shocked, but in a way where you, I was shocked, not because I don't. It's weird. I was shocked because no other like arena had the same old, same old talking points, and I, it like these guys who are following some of our favorite PGA Tour pros. Now, they didn't care. Kepka doesn't care. Fowler didn't care. Kepka legit doesn't care. Exactly. Yeah. And here's a funny thing. And so, and, 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 and thank you to all the, like, regular weekend guys who play like us, who spoke up following their favorite golfers because there were some folks who, who chimed in on Twitter and said, listen, uh, they, this guy says, listen, I'm a white dude. I – I remember, you know, signing up and having a tea time at this one course uh, near where I live. And I get out there. They pay me. They pair me with three guys. And he said they send us out. He said we were three holes in. And these guys were just random, like just talking about black people using the N word doing this. He said they were like just racist. And he was like and there was like no there was nothing to trigger it. Like there wasn't even a black group in front of us or behind us. We said we didn't even run into any black people. There weren't any black people who worked at the course. They just started talking about black people in a race 
lose his weight. And he said, after the third hole, he said, guys, I'm leaving. This is y'all doing way too much. Right. You're racist. And I want to be around you guys. And he went back to the clubhouse, got his money and told the people about these guys and left. And he doesn't know whether it, what ever happened, but he was like, it's a real thing, you know, with, with, with in our golf community. And we've got to stop this stuff. And so kudos to him for, yes. you know, for being Could've kept the, on playing. Yeah. Cause it's like, I, it's like, I, t- I tell all my white friends, it's like, listen, we need more white people talking to white people, like talk to yep. and, and, and don't accept this stuff. And, and, and it seems like a lot of the folks in the white community are speaking up. You know, I've, I've got several clients who, you know, um, uh, who are white uh, and I've got so many calls in the last week and a half, two weeks from, from uh, white folks, particularly white women, you know, just saying, what can we do? How can we have, I was telling my wife, I said, I've had more calls and texts from white women saying, I love you than NBA uh, players on draft night like I mean I, just get, I love you I love you I hope you're doing okay I was like, it's like goodness gracious this is what it must feel like to be in the NBA no 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 so, so anyway um, but that's what it takes though and I'm like why in the yeah. world are these people like who's mad at the fact that people are standing up saying we don't want people killed by cops innocently I don't I don't get right. it right. yeah and later and, I, and I'm springing this on Claude now because I couldn't get it to work earlier but um, I reached out again. I reached out to a bunch of people. George Gankus, the 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 now hot, famous instructor, just sent him a message on IG, not expecting a response. The, the same message I sent all everybody else. Hey, thanks for the empathy. Blah blah blah. You had you had no reason to do it. So on and so forth. And uh, he actually sent back a voice message, a, a recording. And wow. I'm going to play it for Claude and the guys that in the show. Maybe they can work it in. Maybe they can't. Mm-hmm. But basically, the tenor was the same. Like, hey, you know, I'm tired of this. You know, we don't need to be uh, concerned with racism. I don't care about the blowback. Mm-hmm so on and so forth. I'll give you, I'll read one quick message from Golf Threads blog. That's all spelled the regular way. Golf Threads blog. It's an IG handle. Um, I follow them for style so we can look at our tight pants from, um, you know, <laughs> from Grayson. The, the I do have a tight pants update too. Well, no, I'll okay. wait till next week. I'll wait till after Father's Day. It's okay, possible yeah, well, so, Claude might show up this Father's Day weekend uh-oh. with new tight uh-oh. pants, but we'll, we'll have an update on that. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, it's a good IG handle for, for fashion if you're into that. I sent the same message to him, and he replied. He said, hey, Vern, thanks for reaching out. I'm not concerned about blowback or scrutiny. I would hope those people would unfollow me anyway. Uh, we have to stop being naive about racism. Society needs to wake up. Golf needs to wake up. I'm hoping to be a part of the solution moving forward, especially in the golf community. I'm open to discussing some ways how I can do this. Thanks, and stay safe, Greg. So thank you, Greg, from Golf Threads blog. Again, this is exactly what you're talking about, Clyde. This is what we need, yes. him talking to others. Mm-hmm. Say, I, I like how he said, I'm not concerned about scrutiny. Unfollow me. Yeah, like no, exactly. exactly. And, 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 and you can't be. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I, I was telling all my white friends, all my clients, like, listen, don't, you, you've tried to diversify your circles. I think we've got a lot of diversity, you know, uh, in, in, in certain places. And that's cool. I told them, don't talk to any more black people. Talk to white people. Don't yes, <laughs> right. Don't, don't talk to any more black people. Don't call them more black people. Right. Talk. We know what the problem is. We good. Yeah, yeah and have, and have real conversations too. Like have closed right. door conversations exactly. about northern minorities where you can really hash it out and find out who you are and find out who your friends are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and, and, and I warned him. I said, now don't be shocked by some of the things you may hear from your friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. you know, one was confident. I said, no, I think my friends are pretty open. I said, okay, well, talk to me next okay. week. Have, yeah, we'll have, find out, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we're doing our part here at Golf DMV and again you'll be, uh, we'll keep everybody updated on our social pages and, and things like that we're going to try to keep that whole thing going um, and, and stuff like that but anyway let's jump into it so the PGA uh, we had live golf this weekend number one did any of you guys watch any live golf this weekend I did I watched it. well I had to work this weekend 
and I'm still working, so I'll watch golf while I was working. Oh, wait a minute. We do have an LB dropped out of a round update, didn't we? Yeah. yeah you can only play once next week, too, for Father's Day because old, old tough LB who does what he wants. Has to, has to work. So, well, hey, yeah, you know, we were we six, six months of doing nothing, two weeks of doing something. We were laughing so hard because LB gets on us about you know who doesn't know their schedule a whole month out. Who doesn't know whether you know who doesn't know whether they're going to be able to play next week. What do you mean you can't play? You know what do you mean your grandmother's in the hospital because of coronavirus? What do you mean? You know, and he, you know and it's like dude, like think, like what do you mean you, the, the kids? And and so. And, so last week, like, you know, where I think LB was going to play twice for Father's Day. Uh, and he was going to play this weekend with Vern, uh, Reggie. Uh, no, uh, yeah. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Sorry. Vern Aaron and, um, and, and, and Aaron's Maryland, wife. Right? Maryland, Aaron's wife. Yeah. yeah. And and, uh, and and so things just kind of <laughs> snowballed out of control because LB sends these texts like, hey, I think I'm going to be paid one day on Father's Day. One day that weekend. I'm definitely going to be one day that weekend. Uh, I think Saturday's out now. I mean, Sunday's out now. I don't think I'm even. <laughs> and so we're looking at this stuff, and we're like, "Wait a minute!" LB's the one who tells us, "Take control of your life. Take control of your schedule. <laughs> Stop letting your kids run." <laughs> hey, hey, there's a difference between kids and six figures. <laughs> you ain't lying. You ain't lying. A lot of times, the kids are the difference between six figures and other exactly. and other forms of it. for them, you would have six figures. <laughs> Feeling like you got it in the reality of having it. Sometimes kids are the difference. Uh, so anyway, anyway, so uh, yeah, PJ tore back. Uh, LB, you said you, you you had to work a lot this weekend, but did you get the chance to watch any of it? Oh, absolutely. I had it on all day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. watched because I watched on the internet. I I was able to watch from like nine. I mean, opening rounds from nine right. o'clock in the morning until six o'clock in the evening. Absolutely, so I saw all of. All of yesterday and pretty much all of uh, Sunday, the final round as well. And what's interesting, I think we saw the effects of the whole uh, coronavirus thing because this particular event doesn't normally get the type of feel that it received this time. I mean, all the guys were out there, and usually the Charles Schwab doesn't get that um, Mm -hmm. great of a field. And, you know, it's one thing that was interesting, and even the Corn Ferry Tour had a pretty decent field. You were talking about the fact that we were giving VJ, or people were giving VJ Singh such a hard time, but there was a lot of guys who were on the PGA Tour who was playing in the Corn Mm -hmm. Ferry Tour event this past week, and we'll have a little bit more on that. But, um, you know, one thing that stood out was the fact that at 846, they had an empty tee time. Uh, on the PJ yep. Tour and the Corn Ferry Tour to take a moment of silence mm-hmm. about the murder of uh, George Floyd, which I thought was great. That's one thing. So here's what's interesting. I was shocked and surprised by the by some golf fans' reaction to players supporting protest and Black Lives Matter. But I was mm-hmm. equally surprised but pleasantly surprised by the quick response to the PGA Tour about the PGA Tour to Harold Varner the third's open letter talking about this and they were so supportive and they did the 845 yeah. no tea time a moment of silence and I thought that that was really really dope by the commissioner or president of the PGA Tour and Corn Ferry Tour to say no 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 and I think it has to do with the fact that we they, they know that growing the game you need the I'm, listen this a, and we know this because we're close to Prince George's County here I mean 
there's a lot of black money and there's a lot of middle class, upper middle class, even lower middle class black folks who Mm -hmm. like to play this game. And there's a lot of money in it. And when Tiger, Tiger put the game on as far as economics and financials Mm -hmm. on a whole different level and brought a whole new group of guys in. And, um, and I think that, and, but I also think that above that, they understand that, you know what, we need to get with this. And so kudos to the PGA tour for the 846, you know, moment of silence, no tea time and for standing behind, Harold Varner the third. We call him the other black guy, which is a yeah. funny thing. But he's also OBG. Yeah, he's he 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 might be the only black guy because Tiger kind of exactly. just had to put there. Well, I'm not well, really well, well, with you. Yeah, we're, we're saying it because you couple Asian, I don't, yeah. thing, right? What was that? Bro? But even if, even the thing with OBG, he's he he. Never mind. Don't you do the reverse <laughs> racism, LB. <laughs> this is the time for unity right now. Yeah, <laughs> unity, unity. He all we brother, got. Yeah. He's all we yeah, got. So he's stop all it. We got. He's all we got. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and so, you know, and, and, he, and, and he acknowledges his African-Americanness, you know, unlike, right. unlike yeah, I got Tiger. That's what Tiger does. Exactly. That's what Tiger does. Yes. That's true. Uh, so that's so, true. We, so he's sorry, all we I'm got. Just, just to interject, <laughs> did you see what NASCAR did with uh, Bubba, what's Bubba's last name, Wallace? Wallace, yeah. Oh, Wallace, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, did you see what they did with his car? No, what they did, no. Yes. Oh, his car is totally blacked out now with wow. Black Lives Matter. On the rear, I think it's on the rear quarter panel. That was another shocking thing was NASCAR. You know, because to, right. to me, this is the most shocking. Because when you say, at least PGA, <laughs> right. you, can, you can argue like, well, we got to grow. Because I'm cynical. I'm always looking for the angle like, like, okay, well, we got to grow the game. We, we want to kind of maintain a little bit of a, mm-hmm. a little bit of a wider berth here. We don't, I mean, we don't want to go too hard. NASCAR could have just said nothing. I, I, exactly. I'm, I'm guessing. Now, yep. now, to be fair, I don't watch NASCAR. I don't know what their fan base is like, but I'm just going to take a stab. <laughs> And nobody's really tripping on on George Floyd's death like that. So for them, <laughs> for them to do the Confederate just so, flag thing, just so you know, Vern, I've been to two or three NASCAR races. I know you have. You and Rodney. Yes. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. And it was me and Rodney. Yeah. And about I don't. <laughs> and about and maybe about another hundred mm-hmm. out of a hundred thousand people. <laughs> Did they put y'all in a section? <laughs> no, no, they had a status spread out pretty far. Oh, yeah. We oh, like our man. beard, our Confederate flag down here. Right. Yeah. But when we saw each other, we knew each other. Like, hey, there's another problem. Hey, there's yeah. another problem over there. Yeah. So for, for them, for them to do it is is really strong because they have no, I don't, right. as far as no I can vested tell, interest. no vested yeah. interest at man. all. Exactly. I mean, and, and it's so weird because listen. I did decent in school. You know, I just did. I mean, I, I I was a B student. I could have been an A student, but it's like, if you're going to get a B and pass, why even work hard to get an A when you can do other stuff, you know, with your time? And so I was a decent student. I paid attention in most of my classes. A history I was fine in, you know, that kind of came natural because I kind of interested in a lot of the stuff. But I'm just thinking, like, there's nothing less patriotic than the Confederacy, right? Like, did I right. miss something in class? Like, <laughs> how can you say I'm a patriot and I stand for the, it, it, but, you know, and this is our Confederate flag. And Wait a minute. Didn't they try to split the, put slavery aside, okay? <laughs> didn't yeah. they try to split the Union? Didn't they fight in the yes. deadliest war on American soil? Didn't they put cousin against cousin and brother against brother and family? Like, wait a minute. And they lost. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting there talking to my wife. I mean, back in in the 1800s, listen, if Abraham Lincoln was walking down some random street in Georgia and saw the, the Confederate flag, he'd shoot you in the head without even asking a question. He would walk on your porch. Like Donald Trump said, he could walk down Fifth Avenue. Abraham Lincoln would walk up on your porch and shoot you in the head if you had a Confederate flag. Because he's figured, the wrong colors. you're guilty of treason. Of right. treason. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you're a patriot, so you want to flag a different. You want to fly a different flag than the United States. Right. It's so stupid. No, you're a racist. Anyway, you know, you know, it'd be funny to, to, to just for some cognitive dis- dissonance. I don't know if this technically would be that, but have somebody who has like on their truck has the Confederate flag, but also has the flag of Vietnam. Right, right, right. <laughs> just randomly. Like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm confused. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, the thing that the the Civil War and the Vietnam War have in common is that Donald Trump didn't fight neither one of those. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Bonesburg. But he loves the he loves the military, right? Dodger. Yes, yes. Anyway. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's. Uh, so right, so PJ let's Tour. Get some golf. Yeah, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to golf before this segment is over. Good night. Yeah, we okay. Um, so PGA you tour first. Um, well, let's 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 do PGA first. Um, okay. Uh, so I watched uh, I watched most of it. Harold Varner the third couldn't have picked a better week to be in contention. You know what I mean? After his open yeah. letter, we're coming back. I was really rooting for him too. That would have been a, that would have been a perfect backdrop if he had actually won. Absolutely. And didn't poop his pants like he did, <laughs> but know. he did. He's done um, it before well, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does he have any wins? I don't even. I meant to look that up today. I don't know if he has any wins. You know what? Here's what we should do. Next week, no matter what happens with Harold Von the Third, we should make him our Mandy Millions. We should just do a whole kind of (laughs) kind of thing on him. Wherever he is. Uh, (laughs) Whether he makes the cut or not. I'm gonna look. And so yeah, it was it was listen, I was excited to see golf back. Like I said, that this particular uh, tour stop doesn't get the best of names. Uh, but it got the guys out this time, but that probably has just a lot to do with COVID-19 uh, and finally being back. I didn't mind, like, you obviously when there were great shots, you didn't hear the crowd, but I didn't miss the crowd hardly at all. Like, it didn't no. bother me that there was nobody there. And uh, shout out to Daniel Berger for winning because he's, I think at one point he was the rookie of the year on PGA Tour and then had some, like, wrist issues and injuries. Right, he, and, yeah, he did. He had a yeah, bunch of surgeries. And so he mm-hmm. fell off a little bit, but congrats to him for coming back in a playoff hole win. Yeah. Yeah, I watched. I watched pretty much, like I say, pretty much all of it, starting this morning about not about ten a.m. our time, because mm-hmm. um, they were there. I was a half hour behind us. They were cent- on Central Time. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about who didn't make the who didn't make the cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we got Phil. Uh, I hit Mom's Mickelson. Did anybody see got- Phil Mickelson's like his hat and sunglasses? He looked like a cop. Or yes, something. <laughs> yes, he did. He did. He did. He's such a clown. I'm about to Google. Bird, right you have to Google Phil Mickelson. Yeah, his, and his and his, gla- his sunglasses. He's such yeah, a character. So, I know, right? Yeah, he didn't make it. Uh, Tricky Ricky didn't make it. Jason Day, um, Matt, don't call me cheap. Kucher did not make it. Um, Sergio, the hated Garcia, missed the cut. <laughs> Uh, DJ, what was DJ name? Uh, he doesn't care. Watch that, that, DJ, watch that first step, Johnson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> DJ, DJ party time, Johnson. Right. DJ party time, Johnson. I like the party. Mm-hmm. Um, what's Kevin? Kevin Nah, he was the one who told the, the lady wasn't gonna marry him. He's my new dude, <laughs> right. but I, I oh, got no. yeah, right. I gotta get a name for him. Kevin uh, Pimp Nah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot John about Rock that story. Rom, yeah, the nice girl. He got a nice girlfriend, though. Um, Who, John nice, Rom? Yeah. John Rom, yeah. Her girlfriend's pretty tight. So, w- um, with Kevin, now, what was that whole situation? There was like an arranged marriage or something? Yes, he was supposed to marry the lady, and then he decided she was coming back and forth to Vegas where he lived and back and forth, and <laughs> I forget the whole whatever, whatever, but it, it, he decided he wasn't going to marry her, and then her father got mad and wanted to beat Nah up, and all <laughs> kinds of stuff broke through. And I think with some lawsuits, yeah, he even... Yeah, he ended up suing her, right? Because oh, she sued him, and then he counter sued yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Pimping so ain't easy. 
Anyway, um, so do we, so you have a many millions on this one, right? Yes. So, um, okay, a couple more things. Mm-hmm. Did y'all hear the F bomb that? Um, oh, yes. George yeah, Bruce Kepka oh, dropped. Yes, yes. I'm so excited for that. I want more of that. Awkward exactly. silence, and then Jim Nance is like, well, we wanted better audio. So, <laughs> Sorry to anybody who's offended. Man, ain't nobody offended who play golf. Man, right, right. right. You know how many times people who play golf right. say that same word? Right. Look, I was at the range today. It was a guy. It was a guy blue match today. I don't know what he – it's almost like he was He was trying to be in a long drive uh, championship oh. competition. He was ripping Oh, he was he was to his to his heart's content, okay. but he but the ball was going like a hundred yards and duck duck hooking left and duck hooking right, and he every time he would I was up on a putting green and he was right. down at the range and I could hear him cussing from there. <laughs> and by the way, there's very few joys in golf like the joy of hearing someone in the group behind you or in front of you like hit a shot like you hit a. And then you hear a curse word. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's nothing or, better or than trees. that. Right. Or or trees. Trees. right exactly. Yeah, you hear them hit the ball, you hear the trees, then you hear the cursing. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's nothing better than that. Nothing better than that. <laughs> okay, so back to the thing. Uh one more note and then I'll get to the Manny Million. Uh, uh Bryson uh DeChambeau, mm-hmm. he he's looking fat now. Yeah, yeah. I mean I know he tried to bulk up or whatever. Then he just looking pudgy. Well, nobody told him that when you <laughs> lift like that and you balk up, you have to continue to do it or else right. it will turn into fat. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. he looks like a doughboy now. He looks yes, like he does. <laughs> he really does. He needs to do and something about that. Twitter, t- golf Twitter was going kind of uh, crazy talking about how big he's gotten because, and a lot of it was from ladies. Uh, mm. uh, ladies who play <laughs> golf and, and like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you guys know Paige Sporanic. Uh, Sporanic, yes. how you pronounce yes, her name? Yeah. yeah. She, she was <laughs> talking about, Here's the breakfast of champions, or at least what Bryson DeChambeau must be eating for breakfast. I mean, I mean, they were, like the women were talking about how fat he's gotten. And, I, and, and here's the thing: there's two things that I love when women do in media. Number one, I love when me when women body shame men in media because women mm-hmm. go through it all the time. So I love it oh, when they good. did exactly yeah. that. Like, look how fat, fat he's got. He's so fat. Yeah. And then I also like when women in media. Uh, I guess play the sexual attraction role with men because men do it behind closed doors. Like, say for instance, um, so there was a there was a story where uh, in the NBA where there was a this uh, woman who serves on the on the floor, uh, like you know, soda and beer mm-hmm. and hot dogs or whatever to people at NBA. She's one of the waiters or whatever on uh, who, who serves the people who order. And so mm-hmm. twice, LeBron James has fell into her while he's on the court, right? And so one time it was really really bad. She's trying to get people the hot dog and soda. He runs into him and she spills it all over the place. And she was right. starting to cry and he was like hugging her and stuff. And the lady who was being the anchor on sports and I think it was L. Duncan said said. Uh, uh, so, oh, it's going to be okay. Plus, look, she gets to hold LeBron James. She has his chest in her hands. She's like, lucky girl. I love when women do that because wow. they, because <laughs> they get so much of it from men when right, they right. take control and they start doing that. I just think it's it's cool. But anyway, go right ahead. So yeah, they were about, okay. a lot of women were talking about how fat Bryce is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not I mean, not uh, I mean, uh, Shambo. Shambo. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah that Bryce yeah, is yeah. Shambo. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Manny Millions. So this week's first place winner or loser is uh, Jason the Duffman Duffner. Jason Duffner? Uh, Duffner. Jason oh, Duffner. Not yes. Duffy. Wow. Yeah, Duffy. He won $15,825. He finished at plus five. Hmm. Okay, Jason Duffy. He's 5'10", mm-hmm. 180 pounds. I don't believe that. <laughs> no, I don't believe 180. <laughs> yeah, Maybe now, but he, he, uh, he, about, 
that's got to be about 210, 225. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> He's 43 years old. He went to Auburn University, graduated in 2000 with an economics degree. Okay. Originally from Cleveland, Ohio. And he is single, ladies. If you're looking for a 43-year-old pudgy guy. He's single now. Because he was married now. before. There was issues uh, with his wife and type. Right. Yeah, 2012 yeah. to 2015 to Amanda Boyd. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so he's he's divorced. Yeah, and divorcee as they say. Gave it, gave it a solid three years. That's well, good. that's another thing that that Tiger ruined for most golfers. Yeah, right, right. It was a whole situation with the guy's wife and Tiger. Yeah. So, anyway. so he turned pro in in the year two thousand. So woo, twenty years now. Okay, here we go for the Manny Millions. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Oh, Vern, put your phone down. There's no money on here. There's no money. It's just, it's oh, just, talking, okay. it's just talking about his marriage. Right there. Okay. Uh, keep it above board. Yeah. Okay. So he has, in his, in his 20 years, he had five wins, mm-hmm. six second places, two third places, 47 wow. top tens. He's played in 345 events. And he has... Two, he made 239 cuts. That's a lot of cuts. Yes. To make it. Mm-hmm. That's a good pick. Okay. And he's got yeah. a major. He's got a major in there. Don't forget mm-hmm. that. I'm going Which to one say. Which one did PGA Championship. The PGA? Okay. All right. Good. That's okay. the only reason I remember Duffner because I remember I remember when he won. I was like, he just doesn't look like he was right. like, he a golfer. <laughs> right. Who's this dude? <laughs> yeah. He just, yeah he's, got, he's got that Eli Manning face where it's just like, huh? Yeah, 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 right, right. right. Yeah. Look like he should be an HVAC guy or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So. Um, well, I always lose, so I'll, I'll go first. Um, yeah, okay. Career earnings. His career earnings is. I'm going to say his career earnings are $48 million. Okay. 48 mil. Uh, we go a little lower. I'm going to say around 25. <laughs> it is 27. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. All right. My win streak ends at one. <laughs> no, you won twice. You won twice. Yeah. Oh, I did? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's so this little tidbit about him. Did start playing until he was 15 years old. Um. And he has a foundation right now that feeds 1,400 kids on weekends throughout the school year in uh, Lee County in Alabama. That's what his foundation right. does. Okay. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Because yeah. most kids, you know, when they, you know, they, they get school, they get food at school, mm-hmm. but in the weekends, then they're you know, at home when they're broke. To eat. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, for, that's pretty good. So that's that's a little tidbit about uh, Mr. Duff, Duff Man. Man. Yep. Okay. Duff Man. <laughs> well, there you Don't go. sue me. Jason definitely, ladies and gentlemen. All right. When we come back on the other side of Golf DMV, folks, we're going to uh, start talking. We're going to talk about these rounds we play. We played so many rounds. We'll try to get it all in in the next segment. Uh, It's Golf DMV. Hey, everybody. It's Claude from Golf DMV. And everybody who plays golf knows how important the back is to your swing. And when the back goes, the game goes. goes. And if you're anything like me, your game is trash already. The least, the the last thing you can afford is issues with your back. So I want to introduce you to the official chiropractor of Golf DMV, uh, Dr. Smith from Cache Spine and Sports. Now, she's conveniently located just outside Silver Spring, convenient to the Beltway. I don't have back issues right now. However, Lawrence Brooks, LB, you've heard his back (laughs) issues. And you are a client of Dr. Smith. Tell us a testimonial. Oh, absolutely. So I found Cache online uh, a couple years ago uh, mm-hmm. after experiencing some issues with my lower back and my actually I have pitched over my neck. Um, I went to a chiropractor initially who could not help me. See, 
I went to Cache. Mm -hmm. She has different modalities that she can do. She can do dry needles as mm -hmm. well as uh, your regular chiropractic type stuff. And she has this one table right. uh, that I call the guillotine. <laughs> but but I but I love it. I lo I actually right. I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. um, so I highly recommend her. Um, she is the official chiropractor of Golf DMV. So if you go, tell them that you know we sent you, and uh, I think you'll be eligible for a free gift as well. Check this out, LB. You had an issue with your back, right? Yeah. Yes. Another chiropractor couldn't get it right, right? Nope, couldn't. And then you went to uh, Cache Spine and Sports, right? Yep. And then they fixed it. She she got me straight. And anytime you have a back issue and it's hurting your golf game, you do what? You go to see Cache. And then what happens? Your golf games get better. If you In want theory. your golf game to get better and you need a chiropractor, do yourself a favor. Contact Dr. Smith and her staff at 301-641-5693. Say it slower because we say these fast and then people have to write it down. Right. 301-641-5693 or go to CacheSpineSports.com. Uh, That's C-A-S-H-A-E-S-P-I-N-E-S-P-O-R-T-S.com. The official chiropractor, by the way, of Golf DMV. Welcome back to Golf DMV, the website, GolfDMVPodcast.com. Uh, Scroll all the way down to Friends. Uh, and sponsors of the show get all the information you need on Cache Spine Sports, back, neck, all that stuff. Uh, what was that movie? Was that Friday? In the the, the crackhead was in the store and said, "My my neck, my, no, my back, my, my neck, back. my neck and my back." Yeah, and so <laughs> your neck and I your thought that was that girl that got that little that that uh, tramp song, "My neck, my back," it, it, just it like was both. that. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either way, Cache will get you straight if you got neck or back issues. Uh, let her know Golf DMV um, uh, sent you. Um, yes, so and you get a free gift. You do? Yes. Wow, nice. You get a yeah. free gift if you tell a golf DMV sent you. Yep. Nice. Absolutely. There we go. All right, so mm -hmm. uh, we've got a Corn Ferry Tour update, LB. Yep, yep. Okay, so we'll run through this pretty quickly. The Corn Ferry Tour was held at uh, the Sawgrass course. They have two courses there. They played on the, the sister course whose name at the moment I can't remember, um, but they played on that course. The winner was – okay, let me back up. So you remember two weeks ago or a week ago, we talked about how VJ Singh was getting a lot of backlash mm -hmm. because he wanted to play in this Corn Ferry uh, tournament. And there was a bunch of uh, Twitter, Twitter, what's the word? Twitter Pundits. fighting, Twitter, whatever. What do they do on Twitter? Criticize. Yeah, the same thing haters Pundits. always do. Yeah, they, yeah, they was going back and forth about whether he should <laughs> or should not play right. because he was taking a spot from some up-and-coming type player, whatever, whatever. So I, I looked today just to see who was some names that were in the field. So these are the guys that were in the field who are, quote-unquote, tour players. Mike Weir was in the field. Mm -hmm. He has made his career earnings of $27 million, Wow. But he, miss, he missed the cut. Oh, on the court. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he missed the cut. Golf. Alex, Alex Chaker mm -hmm. has made $12 million. He was in the field. Missed the cut. Mm. Uh, Robert Gregarious was in the field. $14 million career earnings. Missed the cut. Wow. Ooh. DJ, uh, I'm sorry, DA points. Mm -hmm. $11 million career earnings. Missed the cut. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> Camilio Vegas, $19 million. He did make the cut, and I think he finished somewhere in the middle. Uh, he didn't Camilo make v no, I mean. Yeah, Camilo Vegas. Yeah, 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 he made it. Um, yeah, good but for because him. it is the Corn Ferry Tour, I mean, he, he. I'm looking now. He made. He finished at minus two, tied for 33rd place. He made 
3,579. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wild, too. The golf gets everybody because I don't know if you guys remember, Camilo had a moment on tour. Right. Where he exactly. Was, he, he was, was hot. Yeah, yeah, he was hot. He was, I remember mm-hmm. he was in, like, actual, like, you know, Charles Schwab or, like, finance commercials and stuff doing his his crazy green reading. Yeah. Right, exactly. Now he's he 200. He was doing the three-point green reading thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Wow. There was a yeah, guy so- who used to play with uh, us who – was was not good at all, but he would do that whole three point green oh, reading really? thing because he thought it was funny. He hasn't played <laughs> with us in years, but anyway, the point. Okay. Um, but Vajegas though uh, did an interview. Apparently, you know, we're spending all well wishes and thoughts to his family because he's got a daughter. I think um, she's not even two yet, like a year and a half or something like that. Who's got like a brain tumor and cancer oh, on no. her spine? Yeah, so uh, he said it was really tough to 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 leave the family and get it back out and play. But his wife was like, no, you got to go, you know, uh, get away and stuff like that. So uh, he was really kind of choked up about it. Understandably. So, um, so, Mm -hmm. you know, just our our, our thoughts and well wishes out, you know, with him and his family for, you know, that, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the winner this week was Luke list, who is also a regular PGA uh, player. And he he plays a ton on the European tour. Yes. Yep. 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 Uh, He won $108,000. Uh, with his win today, uh, he's six foot two. Just a little side note: six foot two, one ninety, thirty-five years old, turned pro in two two thousand seven. He's a Vanderbilt graduate. And now for the Manny Millions for the Corn Ferry Tour, uh, our winner this week is Steve Luton. He's from uh, UK. Uh, he finished at plus twelve. He won two thousand four hundred dollars. Six foot three, hundred eighty-three pounds, thirty-seven years old, from Northampton, uh, UK. He's a graduate of uh, NC State. Oh, uh, turned pro in 2008, and he currently currently plays on the Asian Tour and the PGA China Tour. And mm-hmm. he has one Asian Tour win, which was in 2014. He better not scream or yell at a spectator. He's going to be subject <laughs> right. to your suspension and possibly an honor killing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jeez, Jeez Louise. Oh, well, before we move on to the the courses that we play. Today, when I was watching the uh, uh, the Charles Schwab, when uh, Col- uh, Colin Morikawa was getting ready to putt, he was like yes. an eight footer. Yeah, and the, you know how they run the stats up there. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know the stat for an eight foot in the PGA is forty seven percent? Really? I thought it would be better than that. That's what I thought. I was shocked. It it could have been, and then I don't know if it meant uh, as a whole or just that tournament. This week, I don't okay. or that particular hole or that tournament or as a PGA in general, mm-hmm. right? But whatever it, whatever statistic <laughs> it was, it was a forty-seven percent make. Wow! And I was shocked. Are I really you was. About, are you talking about the the playoff where it lipped out? No, 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 no. Oh, this oh, was before oh, the playoffs. Because oh, oh, oh. the playoff was like looked like it was only like like one or two paces away from the hole, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Well, it was a bunch. But obviously, you saw the two lip outs there. Yeah. When it caused uh uh. Xander, mm-hmm. and then the one that called Colin, the two lip outs. Um, Man, I was in the car. I, I had it on in the car. I was watching in the car. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy though because yeah, I mean we, that forty seven percent just threw me threw me off at forty seven percent. I I'm like, oh, well, I don't feel need. I don't feel so bad anymore when I so miss I'm, my eight footers. <laughs> I am looking at some stats from just two years ago and uh-huh. putting average for maybe I don't know maybe that's just so far, but for six footers it was seventy about seventy one percent. Okay, so, so maybe, maybe maybe it was this course or that or that particular hole, or right. maybe it was over the weekend or or, or over the, for this particular yeah. tournament. You know what I mean? Right. Because right. guys are kind of rusty. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. 
Isn't it, isn't it the funniest thing to see Jordan Spieth struggle? I don't know why I just Ooh. thought about that. I just, I I just saw some of these yeah. highlights. I'm like, what has, what has happened? Because he gets so yeah. angry at himself. I'd hate to be Jordan yeah. Spieth having to listen to Jordan Spieth <laughs> lecture Jordan Spieth. Jeez Louise, I just hate that guy. Um, anyway, <laughs> so we played a ton of golf. What I want to do is start with the most recent round and work our way back. And so okay. uh, Vern, for reasons we talked about earlier in the show lb wasn't there but Vern <laughs> Vern was uh, at pb die um with uh aaron and his wife uh number one Vern, um let us know what did the how was the course what condition was pb die in um pb die as usual was in great great condition no don't um, say it don't say as usual it's back well, now it's back now it's yeah it's oh, did back it have now. a rough period Oh, oh okay. yes. Okay. All right. Oh, they yes. were giving away free rounds, right? Because exactly. people oh, that's terrible. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. Right. So within the last couple of years, but yeah, you know, it was it was in uh, it was in great shape. Even I was in nice. great shape. Um, I love the layout of that course too. By the way, uh, nice absolutely, layout. absolutely. I, I was glad to have uh, you know LB couldn't make it, so Aaron brought uh, his homie Troy, who I we played with once at seventeen fifty seven. Was that the guy with the uh, Bentley? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, our boy Troy. So. <laughs> Uh, he was cool. Aaron's cool. Uh, Marilyn was out there. Aaron's wife. Uh, great to play with her. Super. Again, they're just. He's just super positive, for the most part. Well, he he's, he maintains he maintains positivity. What, what, so, so I'm gonna breeze through my part really quick. So basically, I, sh- I shot a 92. It was nice. It it was okay. Like the the front was was challenging. Uh, some of the things, some of the changes I'm making, swinging inside out, all that stuff, yada yada. Some some of the stuff we didn't need wood. I think a lot mm-hmm. is still carrying over. Um, it's working out. I just lost more. I had a I had struggle with the driver today, but uh, oh, okay. the irons irons some of the putting helped me not make a you know a huge number. It definitely could have been better. I probably had like ten penalties. It was terrible. Oh wow. Um, but anyway, so enough of that. Enough about me. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we, you know, we we get there. It's a little bit chilly. Uh, just for anybody, just as a heads up for anybody who wants to go out to PB die because we do recommend it all the time. Whatever the temperature says, it's gonna be maybe eight to ten degrees. Just just playing. For, I mean, in the middle of summer, it's probably not an issue. But if it's like a seventy-degree day, or like it was supposed to be today, it's not going to warm up till later. So just heads mm-hmm. up. Maryland, unfortunately, ended up having to buy like a Parker or something. Oh in the, no! In the oh, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. It was cold, and I almost is got it, stuck. It's in the hills. Yeah, yeah. it's in the hills. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah, up there yeah. in the hills. I almost got stuck like Chuck, but I had like a uh, I had like a little white white Parker <laughs> in the in the uh, in the truck. So we uh we get to cracking off, and I'm like, all right, well, here we go. You know, it's, it's a good day. Play golf. Aaron's going to just destroy it. Because the courses uh-huh. that we've talked about, like Little Bennett, that we say it was mm-hmm. tough. Aaron just Lake shoots Prez, the Like Prez the Gauntlet plays it mm-hmm. in plus one. Like so, he doesn't have an issue with things that we think is hard. Obviously, no, obviously not. And so we didn't we didn't really talk this one at all. He just comes like, oh, he just wants to play PB Dive. Cool, we'll just go there. Well, uh, first of all, not too bad. I think bogey. I knew I knew it was on the second <laughs> hole. And I, Aaron, I'm, I'm gonna I'm not, I'm gonna spare your whole round. I'm not gonna put your whole round on here. <laughs> that second hole, par three. <laughs> when he made like a seven or something <laughs> ridiculous, like, oh, here's the, here's that's the, the one with the crown. It has a crown yeah, green. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. Here's the mm-hmm. thing. Here's the thing for people who don't know. I, you know, I don't want to have an internal conversation. So people who don't listen to the podcast, you don't know Aaron. Aaron's a very good player, right? He's got yep. really good, very consistent, game, very extremely consistent. consistent. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And He's a fun guy to be around, by the way. Yeah, yes. he is. That's yes. what I'm saying. Dude, the thing, yeah. the thing that makes it funny. What makes it funny is the, is the distance <laughs> of. He's very positive, even when he's like not. Playing well, sort of. But it, so what happens is, if you can imagine somebody who who's like, 
on the surface, kind of like, oh man, you know, hey, I'm just having a good time. <laughs> I, I wish I could, wish I could have chipped that better, whatever. That's what he's saying. But when you uh-huh. look at him, just beneath the surface, he is hissing with rage. Because <laughs> 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 does not want to be. And here's how I know. Here's how I know. Aaron, you, you correct me if I'm wrong. We'll see him next week when we play on Father's Day. You, <laughs> I say that because <laughs> after he made that seven, like, in between the holes, he's like, I like this course. It's challenging. I will be back. He was making his re- <laughs> started making his revenge plans. On the second he, hole. On the, on the second, third hole. I was like, oh. so that's when I text Claude. I was like, oh, I think we got one. I think we got one for him. From then, here on like, out, anytime we play golf with Aaron, we're playing PB Die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, before I, get, before I get too far in, full disclosure, so I think we – I went 48 front. The we all three of us went forty eight front. Me, Maryland, and then Troy. He went fifty two front. Oh, but he, whoa! But, but, Wait, Aaron shot a fifty two on the front. Yes, on the front. But I wow. did tell him. I told him I was like, bro. I said the front is rough. I said I started <laughs> thinking about it. I was like, oh, but the back, the back is actually I think kind of gettable. And it was because he put up a forty uh-huh. on the back. He put up a forty. Oh, on the back. okay, yeah. okay. So he did his all thing right. on the back or whatever. But that front was enough to make him. He he like yeah. between the first six holes, he must have told me six times. I like this course. I hate these greens. He's saying it while he's smiling and laughing. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you, though. He's like legit angry like now. Then he told me, he's like, I'm bringing all my homies back here. I told him, I was like, look, when you, when you bring your group back here, mm-hmm. I want to come back, not even to play. I just want to watch. Right. Watch. I'm going to be in the gallery. I'm going to be in the yeah, gallery. Because, yeah, because he said, he, you know, he describes his regular group as very competitive. They get very competitive, which, yeah. you know, I guess playing with us is like a break because we, we all suck and we just laugh. So... <laughs> Um, but no, so I want to come back when his group comes back. I don't even have to play. I just want to check it out. Yeah. yeah so it, it was. <laughs> how does Troy play? Uh, is Troy in? Uh, how's Troy? Troy was solid. Troy okay. was solid, man. Uh, he he was good too. Like I said, he, you know, we both put up a forty-eight on the front. Uh, come, you know, probably probably closer to us a, l- a little bit, like a couple okay. of shots mm-hmm. here and there. But definitely, definitely more consistent iron game. Again, keeps it keeps it in play, keeps mm-hmm. it straight. He's not losing a lot of balls. Uh, only when he maybe tries to turn up occasionally, you know, he, he get a hold of one. <laughs> but um. Yeah, Marilyn did really well too. Marilyn was, was, you know, she she was fine. She said she hadn't played in a while. I think since we last played right. her LP. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, she, you know, yeah, doing her whole education thing, nice, um, and everything else like that, making a career change. So, so yeah, it was cool to play with them. The thing that Aaron said about the the course that was tough was the green, was the greens, as we mm-hmm. all know. Yes. Those greens yeah. are, are were, mm-hmm. were meant. It's a lot of blind shots, and I gave them help with that. I would ride out into the fairway uh, mm-hmm. ahead of them, and then you know post up and say hit this way, or you know go ahead and watch their shots. But those greens, and they all learned, like because I think. There was one shot where Troy, doesn't matter what hole, basically Troy was maybe 20 feet off the green, made a nice chip to, we'll say, like the front five foot of the green close to him. Mm-hmm. Ball went all the way off, all to, all the way to the other side. Wow. Went up the hill, down, all the way down. He was just cussing. This man, he sits. I mean, everybody's bad. So, um, but yeah, we all, we, all had, we all had a much better back, even me. I was, like I said, I think I okay. went, uh, like I said, 92, 47, 45, or whatever it was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, good time. I was glad it was to see. It was good to see Eric human just a little bit, just one, right, just right. on the front. This see him struggle front. a little bit, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we've never front. seen him struggle. I've, no, I've never yeah. seen him struggle. No, yeah, and, he no. Kept, and he kept it. He kept it positive, but you could see those eyes behind those eyes. There was rage. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was definitely rage. Yeah. So, so, so PB dies. PB died. Great course. LB, you played Rattlewood the same morning that I, uh, myself, Vern, and Steve Crouppen played. Uh, uh, Needwood. Right. So go ahead with your Rattlewood situation. Yeah, okay, this will be real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I played with uh, well because I couldn't play with you guys because I waited too late. My schedule was in flux. Mm-hmm. So I who I doesn't to... know what their schedule is going to be two, two <laughs> days out? Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> 
free men. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. The rest of us just I, make our own schedule. Played, we tell people what we're going to do. I played golf with, with three retirees, okay. and their fourth didn't normally – they have a fourth, that, but he didn't show. Or he couldn't play that day for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So when I booked my time, I got into their, their little group. Nice. So these three guys knew each other. Is uh, Ed, Doc, and uh, John. Nice. They're all retirees. I, and I think – I don't know their ages, but I know John's next birthday. He's going to be 75. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> nice. Okay. Now, if you think we play fast, <laughs> you need to play with these guys. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. I'm talking no practice swing uh-huh. at all. Right. You walk up to the ball and you whack it. Right. And you keep it moving. Are they losing yes. a lot of these guys aren't losing a lot of balls either, are they? No. No, they're not. No, they're not. I was losing balls. They were looking for my balls. <laughs> you, you threw their rhythm all off. It's like, we don't have to do this normally. <laughs> <laughs> right. Gosh. So we yeah, they were and and I'm 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 look, trying to find a positive in this. So in twenty years from now, mm-hmm. I'll be twenty years from now, I'll be seventy seven. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I mean you two will be in your fifties, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 20 years, yeah. So so the tables would be turned. I would be like John and these guys. <laughs> I would be playing from the goals. I'll be hitting it short, but mm-hmm. I'll be hitting it straight. Mm-hmm. Y'all be hitting it long, but it's going to be left and it's going to be right. It's going to be left and it's going to be right. That's and while you look, while you're looking for your balls, I'm going to be knocking mine down the fairway, mm-hmm. chipping it and tapping in for par right. yeah. while y'all struggling for bogey and double bogey. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So that's pretty because much how the round went, huh? That, that is how the round went. I, you know, I'm out driving them about 40, 50, 60 yards, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find my ball because it was over the rough <laughs> on the left. <laughs> but they're hitting from the goals and you're hitting from the whites or wherever. I'm, I, yeah, they're hitting from the whites, they from the goals. In mm-hmm. a couple holes, they said, well, on this hole, they play, they play this course every week. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they said that uh, I think hole number three, whatever hole it was, they said, oh, this hole, we play from the white. We, they play from the reds. Because it's more exciting for them. They move up even further. Okay. <laughs> they move I like, up I like it, though. A group that got right. their own rule, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. They were they were a lot of fun. They really were a lot of fun to play with. Then I gave them all cards, so hopefully they'll, they'll check out the podcast on, on the radio show. Um, good group of guys. I really enjoy playing with them, but I, I, I stunk up the joint. Okay. It was so bad. At one point, I was like, I'm not keeping score anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I pulled it. Then I, but I did, but I'm not going to. I'm not gonna. Re- I'm not gonna tell you what I shot. You don't have to share <laughs> that that's way. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to share. It was embarrassing. It was what it was. It was embarrassing. Right. Um, but, it was, but, they, but they were a good group of guys. I really enjoyed playing with them. They knew about the villages. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, we talked about the villages because they. Uh, I think John's brother-in-law, somebody goes there on the regular uh, to, to hang out or whatever. So, so yeah. So that was that was my experience with with Rattlewood. Um, Moving on, next next topic. Okay, Needwood, Vern, um, you, myself, Steve Crouppen, a random. I think what was it? A Wednesday morning. Yeah. Uh, played played Needwood. Um, had a good time. We we were also paired with a gentleman who was retired. I don't remember his name. Do you remember his name? Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. But he played. He only played nine holes. He only played nine holes. He's a member of the Montgomery County Golf thing. He got the he has the weekday membership. That's $1,200 Monday through Friday. You get to play for free. He's got to pay a car mm-hmm. fee. He said that he plays just about every day, but he only plays nine holes, and he rotates between Northwest, uh, Rattlewood, uh, Needwood, and Poolsville, I think he said was the four. That he, and he only does nine holes. 
um, but he plays about every day. But he did the same thing. Hit it straight for the most part. It's not going mm-hmm. far, but, right. you know, par or bogey yep. for the most part, yep. is, you know, is what he does. There was he's, a, never, he's never looking for his ball. Hardly ever. No. And they, um, um, unlike Steve Crouppen, who will take some time to look for his ball, but we'll talk about that a little bit, <laughs> a little bit later. Um, and, uh, the, uh, the course was in, was in, was in good condition. Um, Needwood, 10 minutes away from one of the, um, uh, radio networks that I work for. Uh, and, um, I don't know. I, I, we had a fine round, right? Vern, we played this weird game. We had this weird game. So we played this kind of, augmented match game it seemed like i don't know yes, what you call yeah, it it was, a, it was a match play game and shout out to steve Krupen. he's the man for competitive games mm-hmm. uh I, I told real quick callback i told aaron, aaron was talking on the course about playing with our group and playing with his group which is kind of gets really competitive i was like man you would love to play with steve he, he finds this right balance where he brings these games in that keep it just competitive enough but it's low stakes enough to where if you lose you, you, you know it, it, not, you're not mad. Not mad, and I, right, and right. We, didn't, we didn't bet anything in this in this game. I'm about to tell you about, but it also I don't know if Claude you had experienced the same thing, but when I play with him and when we do these things, it makes me focus more because I actually do my I like to get my competitive juices sure, going, sure, and I mm-hmm. try and you know instead of just being like oh I'm just gonna check out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the the game was it was basically match play, where the three of you start off all like regular match play. You're all individuals. Mm-hmm. Soon mm-hmm. as somebody goes up a hole. The other two golfers are now a team. So whoever scores the best. Oh. So the two of you are trying to take him down as one. So if, if the better score okay. from the two of you can even it up or, or move ahead, otherwise that golfer, he's it's like a king of the hill thing. Right. Um, gotcha. So and so okay. as soon as the as soon as the two team, the remaining two golfers take him down back to even, then everybody's back to every man for himself until somebody else steps up and takes the mantle. And so we did this back and forth all the way through the round until the I think I won it at the very end on mm-hmm, the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But um, we were you know we were all even I think coming in for like the last four holes or whatever. And we all, I think we all shot a pretty good round, right, Claude? I mean, yeah, you did, yeah. You did well. I shot a forty-two on the front, and the back I struggled, but had a chance to break ninety, and then I got a plus four on eighteen. Ooh, yeah, it was yeah. horrible. Uh, but so I finished with ninety. But I mean, I, it could have been an eighty-seven. Could have been, you know what I mean? But what do you do? I mean, I wasn't going to argue too much about it. I mean, it is what it is. But here's the thing about Needwood, too. Needwood's got this executive nine there, and I got a chance to play that again this past weekend with my wife and Manny. And so here's the thing. Like, from their back, you can – some of the some of the holes have, like, mm-hmm. 160 yards, 150, 177, 130. We played the Yellows the first time we went there, mm-hmm. and – I was doing pretty good, right? The second time, because we were kind of rushing a little bit. Not rushing, it was just a little bit later. We played from the red tees, which is further up. So every shot's like 65 or 50 yards. I can't, Mm -hmm. my short game, it just, it exposed everything I already knew about my short game. I mean, like literally, like when when, when, when we played that executive nine and we're playing from the gold tees and we're playing further back from 170, 130 something, I'm, I'm basically parring it each hole. Right. I could not chip to save my life. We moved to the Reds this past time. I'm talking about 56 yards out, 60 yards out, and I can't. I don't know what I'm doing, and I can't. <laughs> I can't work with my wedges at all. In 20 yard chunk. It's the worst. It's the worst. And I'm like, I, so, so I need to go back there often to just work on like chipping and putting and pitching because it was Blue mass, it was embarrassing. Man. Come it, to Blue Mass, yeah. I got you. It was embarrassing. So anyway, uh, Compass Point is uh, we played that. No, what? oh no. no. If we're going to reverse, we got to get uh, what's the place in Largo? 
Bowie, what's it called? Oh, Oak Creek. Oak Creek. So Oak Creek, thank you. LB made the, the vow yeah. to never, ever, ever play Lake Presidential ever again. Uh, but yeah. there's one down the street that he made a previous vow never to play again, but he rescinded yeah. that because he doesn't want to play I LB did. again. And so <laughs> you guys played Oak Creek. It's LB rules, man. It's LB rules. <laughs> exactly. So how did that go? First of all, LB, before we even talk about your round, how do you feel mm-hmm. about Oak Creek now? Okay, so the the t- the reason I said what I said the last the time before that I would never play it again mm-hmm. right. is because it was a trash course. Yeah. <laughs> it was in terrible. It was in terrible condition. Okay, it was exactly. weed. There was weeds growing in the in in the sandbox in the in the traps. Mm-hmm. Um, that one hole I forget, but it's a par five. Yeah, it was water it was log dirt. Seven. Yeah, it was dirt. It wasn't even no grass on it. <laughs> it was it was trash. Uh-huh. It is back. It okay. is in good shape. Mm-hmm. It is still tight. Okay. I mean, it's it still is. a lot of tree line. Mm-hmm. It's still a yeah. very tree line course, but the, but but there was no dirt in the fairways. It was all grass <laughs> and no grass in the sand traps <laughs> and no grass in the sand. <laughs> okay. It was in, it was in really good shape. Good. Um, they they have come a long way from the last time I played, which has probably been a season or two. Easily, maybe. easily too. Yeah, yeah, at least yeah. I don't think I played at all last year. No. Um. Yeah. So it was it was in a good it was in good condition. One of my favorite Rick McCormick moments at Oak Creek. Right, when he had that box of the box of balls. He had to go back to his car. He came back with a cardboard box. Yeah. A cardboard UPS box <laughs> full of golf balls. He didn't come back with, with, with a handful. No. He came back with a box of fifty <laughs> in a cardboard box yeah. of balls. And he didn't take his cart. He took like our cart. And it's right. like, well he now we can't even tee off because he took right. our cart. Classic Rick. <laughs> Right, that's right. Okay, anyway. We so, love him, but we love him. That's what I do. So who was there? Who was present for this yeah. Oak Creek round? It was uh, me, Vern, Rick, okay. and uh, Coach uh, Ward. Ward. Yep. Coach Ward played out. Okay, so and we got all these coaches who play yeah. with us. Which one is Coach Ward? Coach uh, Ward is the at Largo. Um, He's at yeah. Largo, right? Yeah, he yeah. coaches at Largo. He's a tall man. Tall guy, okay. Tall, tall, slim dude. Coach Howard's the head coach varsity yeah. at uh, Oxen Hill. Okay, okay, right. got it. So, got it. Coach Ward is the one who likes to throw clubs. <laughs> you remember, now, now you know what I'm oh, talking about, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, no, oh, this is I like I Coach Ward. Yeah, yeah, I do like, I like Coach Ward. Coach my guy. He's so chill, man. He's so chill. He, he is. Again, another one where it's just bubbling beneath the surface or whatever. <laughs> right. So, exactly. so, so, yeah, I'm sorry. Did you have more, LB? No, I, well, I, I'll be talking about my round, and you can talk about Coach okay. Ward and his idiosyncrasies. Um <laughs> <laughs> So I, I ended up with an 89. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I don't, don't normally do is I don't – and I keep my score, but I don't normally add up my score until I'm done. Uh-huh. Right. This time I was actually – because I think I had the app on this one. No, I had the, not the paper. But I knew I needed to par out I remember the last it. couple of holes yes. in order to get to 89. Uh-huh. And I did it. Nice. So I was I was very happy <laughs> that I was able to to, to, to par seventeen to eighteen to come home with my eighty nine because that gave me two whole, two rounds two consecutive rounds in the eighties. Yeah, they both were eighty nines. Nice. I mean, they, I mean, they technically eighties, but <laughs> it was like eighty one, but it was eighty nine. Right. Still, still. Uh, and, and for me, that's good. I mean, because I don't, I can't remember the last time I've had two consecutive eighties rounds. Especially, really? the, especially shot. I mean, I know. I guess we have to talk about it, but especially the Compass Point one, because that because yeah. I forgot the back on that that back nine oh, of Compass Point yeah. is you know, for the Southwest course. I've mm-hmm. forgotten how murderous that was because for mm-hmm. me it was a tragedy. Yes. Uh, my round at Oak Creek was uh, nothing to write home about, like a like a low nineties, something like that, ninety two, whatever. Yeah, I think yeah, I think, yeah, I think you told me ninety one, ninety two. Yeah, like it was tra- you know, it could have been. I started started off hot and then faded. Um, 
But you know, coach, coach, coach Ward again. If you guys, you guys don't know, you haven't played with him. He's no, he's another one where it's like he'll be talking to you. The funny thing is, he'll be talking yeah. to you, you know, about basketball and all the stuff, you know, sports. And yeah, man, and he's a very fast talker. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know, Joe Montana and I didn't think he was trash, but he'll hit, he'll hit, then he'll hit a shot. He'll return to talking to you, and then right after that, he'll turn around, and you see him just throwing his club. Into the, so, then he just picks it up, and he just comes back like nothing happened. Just now, these random moments of anger. Anger, yeah. So it's funny. So now Oak Creek was giving him a little bit of defense on, on, on the back, oh, and yeah. um, yep. it had been culminating for a few holes where where coaches is like kind of laying, slowing us down a little bit. He's kind of like hitting that – like he, he like you would hit into a bush instead of just, you know, dropping it and, and keeping it moving, like picking it up and putting it in the fairway or something. He was like playing the shots as they lie, right? And so finally, and I'm, I'm talking 18 inch grass. His, <laughs> his ball was in. And I'm like, coach, just pick it up. He's like, nah, I got it. No, no. So no. So this. So what you guys over? So what's funny is like he'd been doing this for a few holes, and we're not. We're kind of like saying, it's like, man, you just gotta pick it up. You gotta pick it. Up. So finally, we're on a par five, like towards the end there, and it's like you know we're in. You know when your your golf buddy's like tra- like not doing well, he gets silent on you, and that's kind of that's mm-hmm. kind of where he is. Like coach <laughs> coach doesn't get silent. He's like quiet because it's not going well. And finally, he tees off. He goes into the wheat, you know, the tall wheat grass. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there in the car looking at him like he, we see him swing, and then he moves forward one foot, and he sees him <laughs> again. And, and we're talking to ourselves like, oh, this is – you're watching a man descend into madness. So <laughs> then I look at LB. I was like, man, I don't know about this. LB's like, yeah, let me, let me just – he's like, hey, coach, you want to – he said, hey, coach, you want to pick it up? And before he can say, get, get the last syllable of up out of his mouth, he's like, no, I'll pick it up. I'm going to keep playing. Like, Come on, man. And he <laughs> – he said it like he was joking. He wasn't really yelling at LB. He said almost as if he was upset that he knew, like he knew in his heart, like this isn't working. Right. He picks another. I should just pick this up, but I'm not. Yeah, he like hacks at the tall grass out of anger and then picks it up and throws it in the fairway. Don't you want to go ahead? No, I ain't picking it up. It was the feeling of defeat that we've all felt before. Yes, 100%. Golf gets everybody. Speaking of feeling of defeat, Compass Point the day before, we. We played there in Pasadena. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. It was one of those rounds where I just couldn't figure nothing out. I mean, it was it was, it was was just fun to be out there with you guys and hang out because <laughs> I couldn't figure anything out. Number one, the Southwest course was, was – and with, like a lot of these courses because of COVID, it was looking much better than I remember it looking before yeah. because we did Compass mm-hmm. Point Father's Day 2019 where we played Southwest yeah. – Saturday and then the Northeast course. Now I do remember liking the Northeast course better. It starts out kind of link style a little bit, but Southwest long, tight, yeah. very interesting. You got to be able to make shots, and it was a struggle. It was a struggle. Look, I think it's it par fives. If you go to Southwest, yeah. just watch out for them par fives. Oh right? goodness! Oh goodness! But I like Compass Point. I mean, not too far away. It's one that we don't play a lot. Yeah. Um, well, I guess it's far depending on where you live. It's closer for me and and Vern. Yeah, probably like far for LB. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But um, I like I, I like Compass Point. I mean, what did you think about it? Well, you you was you. So we had two groups out: me, Vern, uh, who's with us, Marquise, and me, Rick. Oh no, LB. No, me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so then, who was in the group ahead of us? Oh, that Rick. Was, no, behind us. Behind that us. Behind us. That was uh, <laughs> that was that was Rick, Rick Rick's Rick, brother, yeah. and Coach Howard. Right. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. They were doing a lot of trash talking back behind us. <laughs> Some funny dudes. Um, Vern, by the way, on hole number 10, drove the green. Um, yeah. I was there to encourage and, and lend an extra ball just in case he, <laughs> the, the tee shot didn't make it. But he made it up there. Um, uh, so that was a highlight of the round. I don't think anything I did was a highlight for me. I mean, I, there was a couple holes you get a par, but, I mean, it's – 
I shot a hundred. I mean, what do you want me to say? <laughs> Fifty-one on the front, forty-nine on the back. I struggled so hard on that course, and you hate it because I think I, <laughs> there was one point where I think I did pretty good on two consecutive holes. And Vern either maybe Vern missed a putt or LB missed a putt or something, and I said something that I shouldn't have said. And the golf gods were like, "Oh, oh right, I don't yes. even remember. Yes, <laughs> I don't even remember yes. what it no, was. No, you made it. You made a long putt, right? Yes. And I think I missed the long, a short putt. Mm-hmm. And you made some kind of smart comment. <laughs> Robert's basically said, "Oh, that, that's why that's not good." You know what I'm saying? Because I make these right. Lines. Oh, right. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. And from that point on, everything fell apart. Yep. And yep. I almost golf I, gods paid you back. And I almost feel like I I made a swing and it went in the woods. And the, I was in the fairway. I, I swing with the iron. It goes in the woods. And and like LB says, "What in the world is going on with this game?" Where it's like, I don't know, man. It's just off the day or something. It was just this kind of weird, like concern, but. Yeah, I don't, you know, but I like Compass Point. You know, my game was off, but I like Compass Point. You guys uh, like Compass Point as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I want to go it. back. Yeah, yeah. I was just surprised they didn't have their range open. I mean, most very weird. Now yeah. have already opened their ranges, and they still didn't have theirs open. Yeah, I would bet uh, that this week it's probably it's probably going to be opened up. I would hope so. Yeah. yeah. What is they? It's Anne Arundel County, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to say doing well. I guess that maybe Anne Arundel's not as. You know what I mean? They may be in phase one or something. Yeah, taking some extra steps or something. Yeah, yeah. who yeah. knows? Yeah, I, they probably know. leave it up to individual courses. But yeah, it was weird that they, I mean that they didn't have at least a few you know bays mm-hmm. open. So who knows? But anyway, so we've got Father's Day coming up, man. Hope you guys enjoy your Father's Day. We're going to get out and play some golf. Hope you guys get out and play as well. As always, the invitation is always open to come out and play golf with Golf DMV. All you got to do is go to golfdmvpodcast.gmail.com. Let us know you want to play. And uh, you, too, can play with us and continue to play with us as long as you're pleasant to play with. If you're not, we won't play with you anymore. But still listen to the podcast and share with your family and friends. Uh, We'll be back next week, folks.